Proverbs 11.7 When the wicked dies, his hope will perish, and the expectation of wealth perishes too. This verse is a little bit ambiguous in the Hebrew, and I want to draw that out um, just to, to show the double meaning of the uh, of the proverb in my opinion i think that the esv commits to one of the meanings and that's that's good um but i think that it might be open for a little bit more so if we were to translate this verse really really concretely um which by that i just mean um if, if we were to translate this verse just just woodenly word 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 uh the way it's written we might say something like upon death man wicked perishes hope and so i think that when we read it like that or maybe a little bit smoother in the death of a wicked man hope perishes we can see uh, that this proverb is warning against two types of hope one to the wicked person it's warning that yes upon your death your hope will perish when you die your hope goes along with it and in the context of the proverbs around it i think it's talking about uh, the the wealth in verse four that will not profit on the day of fury and so uh, when a wicked person puts hope in wealth or security or retirement fund or um, in their own philanthropy whatever it might be when they die their hope perishes with them but not only that, if people put trust in the wicked person rather than in God himself and God alone, then when the wicked person dies, the hope of those who put their hope in him or her, it dies with it. So this is a warning for us not to put hope in other things except for God alone. In the second half of the proverb confirms that the expectation of wealth perishes too or uh the, the ex so when when there's uh an expectation of wealth or i might say uh, in wickedness when there's when there's uh hope in those things as the kjv puts it the hope of unjust men when there's hope in these things rather than in God, death is the ultimate equalizer that puts an end to those things. And so if we want to have hope that lasts beyond the grave, we can trust in God and God alone. If we want to have hope that will withstand the storms of life all the way up to our death, we have to hope in Christ and Christ alone. There, there's verses all over the new testament but particularly first timothy chapter six that just say we don't we don't take things with us beyond the grave and there's that that old uh kind of proverbial statements used in, in many 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 sermons that we don't you don't see a u-haul trailer behind a hearse when there's a car that's driving to the funeral, there's no U-Haul trailer that's carrying their possessions with them. We would all think that that's silly. That's crazy. You can't, you can't do that. You don't get buried with your stuff. It doesn't go with you. You return to dust. And where does your spirit go? And so uh, we can just take from this verse that, yes, we would have hope 
in God and God alone, that we wouldn't put our hope in wicked people, and that if we ourselves are a wicked person, we wouldn't put our hope in money, but we would turn from our sins and put our hope in Christ alone. So, oh Christ, we fix our eyes on you. God, we want our hope to be in you and you alone. If we are walking in wickedness and putting our hope in money or uh, security for the future, would you, as gently as you can, humble us so that we turn from those things and put our hope in you? And God, if we are putting our hope in wicked people that are rich, that they would be our patron, that they would supply for our needs, that they would be our place of security, would you draw us back to you, that you and you alone can provide hope for after the grave. And so pray that we would fix our eyes on you and you alone in light of this proverb. And it's in Christ's name I pray. Amen. That is Proverbs 11, verse 7.